Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. Angela, we're talking one of my favorite things this episode, babies, these delightful little balls of potential. Um, what, are, what are we, we, we going to talk about? <laughs> so um, for babies, uh, I just wanted to talk about the importance of still allowing them to move and especially outdoors. So when babies are first born, um, and we might have covered this a little bit in a past episode, but really their, their vestibular sense, their balance sense is fully functioning when they're born. So it's not like the visual sense where you see in black and white and it takes time to develop. Um, if they're full term, that sense is fully developed. However, um, if we take a baby and we keep them upright all the mm -hmm. time and put them in from one container to the other in a stroller, and then we keep them in the car seat and we keep them again, that whole idea of keeping children safe, <laughs> um, always backfires. So we, it, they can really have the fluid in the inner ear can start to thicken and they can start getting ear infections from an early age and start having trouble with uh, reflexes and knowing where their body is in space from a really early age. So what we really need to do is allow babies to get on the ground, to crawl, especially outdoors. Um, and we, when we carry them, we can carry them in different ways, um, but we wanna make sure that we allow them plenty of opportunity to move to move their bodies because um, they're, they're humans and that's good for them, huh? Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, is, it, is it okay to do, look, I've been scolded for this for some time. You know, you do the thing where you're holding them there and you got the head and then you do the woo and you bend over mm -hmm. and, and, and invert them for a while. Not, not like surprising them when you do that, but this is a play thing going on when, you know, I'm talking four to eight month, month olds. Um, my experience, they love it. And also I've seen adults panic because um, uh, they, they don't. Um, but that kind of thing, is, was, is that okay? Or was I a child abuser, Angela? No, <laughs> no, that's totally okay. I think it, oh, it's, um, you can watch their face. You know how you watch children's yeah, face when they're playing to see how they respond and if they're laughing and cooing. Absolutely. That's a really good sign. And the, also getting children in an inverted position um, is it's really important for them for body awareness too. And it's fun. The the, the giggles fun. of an and inverted six month old is, yes. I mean, that's like crack. Um, to, yeah. I I have no idea what crack is like, but I'm, I'm guessing that <laughs> that, uh, that 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 rush the the I don't know where I'm going, but it's 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 a delightful <laughs> feeling that I get addicted to. Um, that kind of babies putting themselves into new and interesting positions and engaging the world. Um, so you're you're a strong advocate for for free range um, mobile infants. Yes. And I think that um, just comparing what you can do indoors with a, a baby and what kind of experiences they get outside is also key. So a great example is crawling. So if a child is crawling inside, everything's flat. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to hit certain parts of their hand 
over and over and they're going to strengthen certain parts of their shoulder girdle and their core strength um, over and over again. And there might be some muscles that aren't challenged, but if you go outdoors with a baby, they're going to be constantly adjusting. You're going to have weight on different parts of the hand, different parts of the shoulder girdle. And it's kind of like cross training for babies, right? When you, when you allow them to crawl outside, they're also integrating those tactile senses, right? So when they're getting dirty, they're getting that deep pressure and it helps to integrate that that light touch sense that can feel aversive. So they're starting to integrate the senses more outdoors. Um, and I think it's a mistake to wait for till child is like three and then all of a sudden put them outside in the dirt and grass where they're more cognitively aware that uh -huh. that feels different. Um, and they haven't had time to integrate those light touch senses. So I think starting babies outdoors from an early age and also allowing them to like sample stuff in their mouth, like, um, not like, you know, dog poop or anything, but like, um, but like grass, or if they taste a little, like put a stick in their mouth and chew it a little bit, that's, um, they're very oral and that's how they make sense of the, of the world around them. Uh -huh. So I think it's important to, uh, to try to, um, create an, a yes environment. So, you know, take yeah. away the dangers like glass and, you know, um, things you don't want in their mouth, but you know, allow them to chew on the stick a little bit and get some dirt in their mouth. Uh, so Angela has come out in in favor <laughs> of not letting kids eat dog poop or glass. So that's that's a, <laughs> a little bit of news here on the Timber Nook Tips podcast. Um, no, no. <laughs> I, my son, he, I, I have no idea how many pine cones he ate when, when he was little, because I, I it must've been a texture. He would, he would get them and he would just gnaw on them and it was great. And uh, a little bit of fiber. I mean, diapers were real good condition uh, for, for the next day. And it was, it was delightful. Um, and I love, we, we, in our family childcare days, I mean, we had the little ones out with the big kids and it was a chance for the older kids to kind of, kind of slow down when they're getting close to the area where the, where the little ones are and, and watching these mobile infants, they, they would like go into four wheel drive. They'd be crawling on the grass and there's that one experience. Then they get into a little bit of a, a, a an open dirt or mud area and then into the sandbox. And, and then there's little bits of, of mown grass and mud and sand all caked onto the little, onto little hands and, and, and knees and it's it's delightful there's nothing better than a, a nine-month-old um, with grass stains it's 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 just fun and delightful I, I think I've said delightful um, too many times this episode but it, it, it truly is they're they're amazing little creatures it, it's it's interesting too because I wonder how much you know how some kids are really sensitive to getting cuts and bruises yeah I wonder how much of you know you're allowing a very small infant to go outside and crawl around and move and they're getting that deep pressure and that impact over and over on the joints in the skin as uh -huh. well. So you're tolerating those um, situations over and over and making new connections in the brain. I wonder how much of that is if you keep children from that experience till they're older and then all of a sudden they go out. Cause we see a lot of kids going, I'm so hurt. And it's like a tiny scratch. Um, you know, not all kids, but we're seeing more of that. They're more sensitive yeah. to cuts. So well, I wonder how much. There's a lot of kids, they spend those early years almost in a state of weightlessness. Um, they, they don't, they don't have an environment to push back against. And, and, uh, and so building up some calluses on the, on the palms and the knees when you're, when you're little, it has got to have, uh, have positive impacts. Um, 
And, and again, people worry about safety and, oh, they're eating dirt, they're going to get sick, but that doesn't tend to be, that doesn't no. tend to be the way the body works either, does it? No, it helps with the immune system. I remember being, um, uh, when I went to do a TED talk at Johnson and Johnson, I was sitting with a doctor and he was talking about how the research is that when you're eating dirt, it helps your immune system. <laughs> like, you know, we should, we should be spending more time outside so that we can become healthier. Um, and stronger. I I had the same experience at 2 a.m. at a tiny pub in um, south east, southwestern uh, um, Ireland years ago. We found we're, we're listening to a band and we find ourselves sitting next to this guy who ends up being a a researcher at the University of Cork, and and he's talking he's talking about research they're doing how how the immune systems of of kids in in un, unindustrialized countries uh, Africa uh, is where he'd been doing his research compared to to um, uh, modern world Europe were, were immensely different. And it was because of being exposed to pet dander and dirt and, and all those environmental things that, at early ages. And uh, uh, great guy, great pint um, we had together and it was delightful. So uh, there's, there's two unnamed scientists and researchers that, that vouch for, for what Angela and I are talking about here. But I mean, no, yeah. the research is out there. It, it, kind of, it kind of builds up those, it, it kind of inoculates them against stuff, doesn't it? That's kind of what's happening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they need to be exposed to those. And it just makes sense. And it goes back to everything we've talked about. Like you need to challenge your system. You need to challenge your immune system as well. And it, it's, and I mean, look, they do have, they do have mis missteps. They'll put their palm down on a, on a stick that's got a, just a little, one of those little pointy things from where a, a branch didn't form on it. And, and they will, they will um, have that negative sensory experience and somebody might cry and, and, and that's all, that's all positive stuff too. It, it it, it's a chance to learn how to, uh, how to have a bad thing happen. That's not really so bad and live through it because that makes the, the worst things that happen later in life a little bit easier to deal with. Yeah. And um, it, it, it really teaches resilience, right? Yeah. Yeah, my favorite is we'd bring the little ones out um, when it was raining. Not like not like huge downpours, but those those delightfully warm spring rains and summer rains we'd get, and uh, and watching them slapping their 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 fingers and puddles and those kind of things was was um, I'm going to use the word again delightful. Uh, listeners <laughs> might realize that I I, I kind of dig babies. Um, under twos are are my jam. That's it's a it's a great age, and they need to be out there moving and flipping and spinning and engaging in the world as well. Any final thoughts on this one before we wrap it up, Angela? Yeah, no, I just think, um, I just think the sooner, the better you get them outside will help with, um, tolerance later of, of being outside and, and actually just loving being outside. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And even before they get mobile, because there's, there's a whole part of the world where baby yeah. sleeps outside, um, and they're, they're wrapped up in the buggy or the pram and, and even, even in cold climate areas, babies are napping outside as, as part of, uh, of the, the culture. So even before they start moving, they should be spending time out there. Yes, absolutely. Maybe a little bit of sun. Do you put sunblock on babies? I, think I don't know. Keep the baby in the shade yeah. if it's really sunny out. That'll be good. Yeah. This has been Timberhook Tips. Get your sunblock advice someplace else. Yes. Back soon with another episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timberhook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timberhook for more Angela 
visit TimberNook.com. For more Jeff, visit ExplorationsEarlyLearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.